tonight's show because there's only 13. I mean, there's only 10. Bam, we're live with James Hobart. <laughs> back. And the rest we're of us back. are insignificant. Tonight, James is here. I'll shut up. Not, not at all. <laughs> James, I, well, I haven't talked to you in forever. We haven't. Not, not on this uh, venue. Yeah, not even really. I can't. Not even really on the phone much either. No, you've been dodging me a little bit. I, I, I've been dodging you. <laughs> yeah. And you got double know. sweatpants on tonight. Got the vest pulled up. <laughs> he's in two K. He's in two K training mode. It's, it's because it's the master show. He's been looking forward to this all year. I, um, yeah. I did the uh, uh, Ken. I did the car rant uh, at the end of the Jalen Turner um, podcast. Uh, feel free to check it out. Maybe someone will make a clip and it'll go to YouTube or to reels. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. Oh, I forgot about the comments. <laughs> <laughs> They're gnarly now. dude. You forgot about the peanut gallery. Hey, um, do you think this show takes a while to get off the ground? Like, like it's been going a minute yet. and We haven't said anything. We're not like, Oh, so-and-so from the master's division died. Like we haven't, like we're a minute in and nothing what significant has been said. Slow roll it, baby. What do you, I just hate podcasts that start slow, and I just realize, oh shit! Sometimes we don't say shit for like twenty minutes. Well, I remember what you we used to do. Slow. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you come on, and the first thing you do is start talking about a very not slow topic. Oh, good. Okay, good. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say too. It it, it ebbs and flows. But I heard you were gonna be a you were gonna be um have your kid gloves on tonight. So kid gloves. I I, I chopped my hands off, tied my dick in a knot. I'm fucking. I'm neutered. There it is. I'm in love. I'm just, I see you and I started swooning. Doom, 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 Gaining doom. I was talking to my mom about your show and the general vul- vulgarity. Is that a word? Yeah, I think that works. Mm. Crass, crassness. Crassness. Mm. <laughs> hey, there was, was a hideous banter. There's, there was a girl named uh, Freya, Freya uh, Mooseberger who was on the Clydesdale podcast with Kat Schreer the other day. And Kat said, have you been on the Sevon podcast? And she said, no. And she said, would you go on it? And the chick says, no. And Kat thought it was because, like, maybe the chick was going to be intimidated or something. And she said, oh, why not? And the chick just opened up with, uh, well, if he said anything inappropriate to me or anything misogynistic, I would not laugh it off. I would stand up for him, for myself or for anyone else. And then they switched subjects with the with the implication that I was inappropriate. Check. And misogynistic, but you can't that 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 does not work. Misogynistic does not work for me. I looked up that word. It's not. I'm not that. Have you invited her on? No, I wasn't sure whether to embrace. You know, when someone's like says something dumb about you, you're not sure whether to embrace them or to <laughs> fucking declare holy war. Yeah, but I when I see when I see, see Hobart's eyes looking at me, it makes me want to embrace them. Yeah, yeah, I would. I would embrace you. Soften me. Yeah, you're like you're like lube. You're like lotion on my skin. I like that I don't make you hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Hobart. That's your son being crass. Let, let's let's and, and I don't want to take any blame for that. Showbart. Bam. Um, James, why, 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 why do people compete in Masters? Is it just this urge to compete? Why are they doing it? Is it to win? Is it to? It, I, when I was younger, I used to kind of make fun of it. And now that I'm getting older, someone old, when I was younger, when I was 30, I, I made fun of masters. And someone said to me, hey, dude, nothing changes as you get older. You just get older. Maybe your yeah. body hurts a little more. But but those people who want to compete when they're younger still want to compete when they're older. You act like there's, there's going to be this big change. And I'm like, yeah, don't you just like relax and 
They're like, no, same person, just in a fucking older body, older car. No. Yeah, I totally agree. That was one of the interesting things um, when I competed in the master's division last year. And that was my first foray into, into the master's competition is like a lot of the people there too, are like pretty accomplished in other areas of their life. Like, I, I don't think they were like sandbaggers growing up and making their way through their life. So they're hyper competitive people, um, especially the 35, 39 division, but all the way up to the top. I don't think anyone really works that hard to get that far. And then just, I'm sure there's a couple, but the majority of people there don't just go there just to show up. <clears throat> They're know? not just going there to feel the company. They, they actually want to win. It's a bit, and it's still, I think at all levels, it's still a pretty big time commitment comparatively, right? Like I'm sure to be a 65 plus year old games athlete, you know, you're, the amount of time you're putting in is not like a 20 year old games athlete, but compared to your other 65 year old CrossFitters, <laughs> it's <laughs> probably a shitload of time. Oh, that is interesting because your average 65-year-old CrossFitter at your regular affiliate is spending way more time exercising than just your average 65-year-older. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would have to. My mom asked me all this. She asked me once. She goes, how fit do you think I am compared to you know, the average 55 or 60-year-old? And I was like, you're basically like a Kryptonian. You know, <laughs> yeah. like right, right, right. You're almost a different species. <laughs> you're not even then, comparable. I think yeah. um, I knew I wasn't going to be able to wear this jacket. Too hot, too hot. <laughs> I'm getting sweaty just washing you. <laughs> My door's open. I thought it was going to be cold. I'm in shorts. Um, I think maybe Brian has this stat, but I think I was looking at the the 65 plus year old women because all of the masters had to do a legless rope climb in their final stage of qualification, and I think of the 30 women 65 plus who did this, the legless rope climb workout. I think only eight of them or something like that, eight or seven of them couldn't do a legless rope climb. Wow. At like I know age? 30, 65 plus. That's crazy. Right. I think, I think I'm, that's, that's pretty accurate. Um, that shit's not safe. Does CrossFit have insurance to cover that? It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking crazy. Irresponsible <laughs> to put them up on a rope. It's a short rope, right? It's a four foot rope. They just you start from the seated position and you only go. Yeah, four they have feet. them laid down. They just pull. It's actually just a pull to stand. No man, they're they're, they're legless. They're doing a legless rope climb at sixty. Like I know can we see a video of that? I want to see a video of that. that. I want to see a video of that. It'll probably take a little while to dig one up. And, and hey, and you know what else? What's uh, amazing about this, and it's, I'm always reminded by this, and the the homework that Brian gave us, um, the article Chad Schroeder wrote for the. Uh, morning chalk up there's always that one lady in there that i always forget about that i gotta get on the show let me see if i can find the uh she's been to the crossfit games 12 times Lynn Knappman. This... <clears throat> yeah Lynn Knappman. this is amazing <clears throat> um i wrote an article about her actually on the south china morning post i think two summers ago uh because it's unprecedented i just had a chance to go down to dallas uh for one of the competitions that chase ingram was hosting there a masters only competition 35 to 65 plus and you know talked to a bunch of the different athletes in a variety of different divisions there and it's tough to you know from a lifestyle perspective and just uh you know as the body ages like you need that recovery so for her to continuously do that for 12 years and his article goes into detail about how difficult it is to qualify on the back end of uh, every age group. So when you're 35, 36, your chances are really good. When you're 38, 39, not so good. And that's the same at every stage across. But she's made it for five, you know, 12 consecutive years, which means twice she's been at the back end of an age group and still made it. You met her there? She was at Chase's comp? 
No, no. I have met her before and talked to her. Super nice woman. She she knows that I've written about her before, so she and I have had some nice uh, conversations. Is she weird? Is she out there? Is she an eccentric? Twelve twelve games is eccentric. Get her on the show. Find out. Yeah, I love an eccentric person on the show. Um, <laughs> Brian, I think dropped something in there that you guys may have not caught. Um, were, were you were you dropping that fact that was in the article also that Chad Schroeder uh, mentioned that the people who go to the games in general are on the lower end of their yeah, age group. Yeah, you just mentioning that? Okay. And especially this year when there's less spots available. Unless you're in the teenage division, then it's inverse. It's the opposite, right. yeah, for teens. Uh, the difference between um, – we don't, we don't have anyone here that old who's competing. I guess I'm the oldest person here. But the difference in the Masters is dramatic. A 35-year-old in the Masters is someone who could still qualify for the games but probably doesn't have the endurance to last the week. And the person who's 65 is – Old, an old horse get, getting close, walking towards the glue factory and dropping in on an event somewhere. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if that's the case, especially on the women's side. Oh, Brian, Brian will have, yes, that's me. Um, Brian will have to fact check me on this one, but I think that the women play harder, more, longer. There, yes, that's such a nice way to say it. Yes, <laughs> that's well, a good t-shirt. The, women, we play harder and longer. Yeah, in the individual side of things, that's definitely true. As we've seen people like Becca Voigt-Miller and Jen Ryan qualify for semifinals into their 40s, and we've seen Sam Briggs come very close to qualifying for the CrossFit Games at 40, and we've seen uh, probably around 10 to 12 Masters women, meaning they're between 35 and 39, Sam Briggs I think is the oldest one to have done it last year, that have actually made the Games. Whereas on the men's side, if I not mistaken the only person who's been able to do that over 35 years old was jason smith when he, you know he's coming out of africa finally mm-hmm. someone has caught up to him this year but he was able to do it a couple of times i think and if you don't know what that means uh you came out of africa go look at the semifinal standings um it, it, it's not only on the, it's not only on the tail end it's on the head it's on the head also they're co- the women are coming in earlier and they're going out later and we like sometimes we we like to like not give it maybe the credit it deserves, or we like to argue it's because the women's division isn't as developed as the men's. But historically, if you look at it, it's always been like that. It's weird that it's on both ends. Even when the men could come in early, they couldn't compete with the older men, but the younger woman can. I mean, the youngest woman ever to be at the CrossFit Games was 15, right? In, in 2008 or nine, what was that girl's name? <clears throat> oh, to compete at the CrossFit Games as an yeah. individual? Yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember. I'm sorry. 15 year old wow. girl, you know, come on, Hobart. I know I you're still, yeah. Point, uh, time like, code, 10, points 15, of Ryan doesn't know anything. <laughs> Did Damn. you say 2000, 2008? It's 2008 or 2009. Oh, she was definitely there this year. Okay. <laughs> keep scrolling down. Keep going. Libby, Rebecca. Wow. Look at Rebecca these. Rebecca Voy. Keep going. Candace Hamilton. Uh, <laughs> I'll know it when I see it. Miranda Oldroyd. Uh, Amy Summers. No, was it that? Was it that Crystal, Crystal McReynolds? Remember her? No, I didn't. I didn't see her name. Was it Callista no. Papas? Yes. Wow. So you read it in the you read in the comments. No, no, I saw it. I saw her name. Oh yeah. Wow. Good oh, job. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Oh, right 25. there. On it. Yeah. The comments. The comments. It's almost as if the people in the comments are watching a different show from reading those comments. <laughs> They're on their own uh, ball game. There. <laughs> like like Heidi's mom is a cheeseburger. Like that one. <laughs> what is that even about? <laughs> that's devastating. <laughs> how how Calista Pappas? That's crazy. How old was uh, she? Was she really fifteen? No, I think she was fifteen. Well, let's find out. Um, 
this year uh, for the first time, or I don't know if it's the first time, but but the but the pack going to the games, as Brian mentioned, has gone from twenty to ten. Why is that, and do we like that? It has happened before. They were, you know, they they dropped it down and then they raised it back up, and this year they've dropped it back down to ten in every division. Uh, my my view, point of view on this is that um, I think that there can be a tapered system for uh, game spots and semifinal spots potentially in each division. And I think this makes a lot of sense based on two other precedents that CrossFit has established. One is that the payouts for master's divisions are not uniform. So for example, the 35 to 39 division make, has opportunity to make more money than the rest of the divisions. And uh, additionally, in the adaptive side of things, they've had, uh, basically said to the adaptive community, once you meet a certain threshold in terms of participation, then we, you can have an actual live competition at the games in Madison. Whereas this year, there's still a majority of adaptive divisions who's actually have already crowned CrossFit Games champions via the online semifinals format. And so I think that when you look at something like um, the quarterfinals for Masters and you see uh, 1,200 to 1,300 men that have signed up in the 35 to 39 division, and you see 120 men that have signed up in the 60-plus division, you know, that's, you know, 10%. And yet they're both getting 30 spots at semifinals, and they're both getting 10 spots at the games. So I think that that's probably something that they could look at. And, and especially if you look at the Masters division, James will know this really well because it is his division, 35 to 39, on either the men or, or women's side. If you go down to 20 or 30, there's some very, very fit and potentially relevant uh, athletes that if inserted into the game's roster, would it be fun to watch, would in, enhance the level of competition uh, within the division. Um, and I just think that those divisions are deep enough, have enough regi- registrants and, and enough but, potential that uh there's no reason that there should only have 10 spots i know anyone will say like you know it's going to be like a financial uh response oh well you know if we bring extra 10 in every division then there's this much extra money that we have to spend and they don't get as much coverage anyway and whatever whatever but i don't think that's a good excuse i think that there could be a little bit more thought put into it and have a, a tapered system where you get 20 or 30 in the 35 to 39 20 in the 40 to 54 i definitely think there should be 20 in all the teenage divisions in the men's in the boys' teenage divisions this year, 14 to 15, there's zero 14-year-olds. 16 to 17, there's one 16-year-old. He's the guy who won 14 to 15 last year. And there's just not an opportunity for them to go to the games in the younger half of the division and you know grind their teeth a little bit and then age up and have that experience to carry in in year two. And if that's supposed to be like the feeder system, um, then I don't know why they, you know, they would reduce that division to 10. Uh, Brian, are you suggesting that they make a, uh, maybe a 14 year old division, a 15 year old division, like have four divisions? If they want to only have 10, that's one way to do it. The other way is to open it back up to 20. You don't think then that would just make it. So then there's a one 14 year old and 19, 15 year olds. No, usually there's about 25% that can get in that way. Okay. And and that, um, how many classes are there in the masters? 35 to 65 plus and one for each men and women all the way up. And then the four teenage divisions. So, uh, 18. So um, not, they each yeah, get nine. 18. Yeah. So they each get nine. And, and Brian, what you, in, in that number that you gave 120 for the men, is that, was that accurate or is that just hypothetical? No, uh, 60 plus men's quarterfinals. I think there were up between 105 and 115 registrants. I was just using round numbers of 1200 and 120, but okay. I think it's more than 1200 and slightly less than 120 in those two divisions. So 
in, in a perfect world, what you were what you were explaining also about the adaptive classes, if let's say two thousand people signed up, uh, men signed up who are seventy to seventy five, they might open another age division. And the same thing is true with the adaptive class. If two thousand people signed up with only one arm, maybe they would open a one arm division. They're just waiting to make it so that there's enough people to to get the ball moving forward. Is that yep. okay? And CrossFit's clear about that. I mean, it makes sense. In the case of the adaptive divisions, that's the reasoning that I've heard, James, if you know something differently, that it's uh, based on registration, that they've decided that there's, up, I think it's upper extremity, lower extremity, neuromuscular. I think those are the three last year. They may have added one this year for the live. Um, and then the other ones, I just said, didn't have enough participation yet to warrant spots at the games in the live competition. <clears throat> and, but, you know, but that same logic is not being carried over to the master's comp- conversation. James. The old people need to advocate harder. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're usually the loudest. They're usually the loudest. I like this. I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't poo-pooing any of this. I think this is great. I think nine classes for men, nine classes for women is, is outstanding. And I think having ten, I think fluctuating back and forth and CrossFit filling it out. What's better, ten? What's better, twenty? I think it's great. But why does it have to be the same for every division, thirty-five through sixty? And, and that's and then you're right. Maybe it doesn't either. Heat? That's great. That's a great point. That's a great point. You mean so like how different different uh, continents get different a number of people with the different ages? It should also apply to them. Sure. I mean that's another good example of uh, uh, you know CrossFit uses open registration at this. Mm-hmm time period to determine game spots but they're not using registration to determine master's allotment of of spots of the games those guys are pretty vocal the master's people are pretty vocal yeah but i don't i don't think the the younger side under 40 is is necessarily there yet because it's a little bit newer right do you think that they're doing one heat to bring because then you'd have more eyeballs on it if they each have one heat and then if you were going to watch let's let's say you were going to watch three heats of masters you're going to catch like maybe a men's and a women's and a men's and a women's or something like that so then that way hopefully by giving them more airtime so to speak that would actually cultivate having more people signing up and then eventually opening more slots as the demand comes do you think that's part of the strategy I hope that's I hope that's the long term goal. I think also you know, whether this is an excuse or not. I think logistically it allows it allows them to do more. Like last year, the only event we had that was, uh, I think, over twenty minutes was the run, and they basically had not all of the age groups, but pretty close to like big chunks of the age groups all going together. And I remember because I very handedly got beat by a bunch of sixteen year old girls in the four and a half mile run um, <laughs> yes and some there was some older guy who ran past me and i looked at him like probably panicked and he goes he goes don't worry i'm not in your age division <laughs> oh that's <laughs> like, awesome Thank God, man um i think logistically hopefully it allows them to do um add more variance to the events personally i always wanted there and i don't know if this would ever be successful i always wanted the age group athletes to have their own separate games you know i mm. think they could get to a point where they would have that opportunity. And again, just because I think you're going to see that 35 and 39 division, not that we weren't tested well last year, but I think, and even maybe the age division up, there were, there were athletes there talking about how they just didn't feel they could have done more, you know, like they wanted to do more. So to be able to expand the test um, and maybe having, I don't know, their own games or more time. I thought the fact that they separated the masters and led them the two days earlier than the individual competition was awesome last year um, for that reason, because it gave them more to do um, as they tested them out throughout the weekend. But that's what I'm hoping happens. I got a question that's going to stump Brian. Ready? 
Impossible. <laughs> Which Masters yeah. athlete has the most Instagram followers? Oh, no hey, guy or girl? Guy or girl? Oh, wait. Or just China, You're confident China that you know that answer? Me? No, Savan. No. I'm confident I know it. I'm asking if you're confident you know the answer. No, I'd say, hell no. I'd say, I have no I'd idea. I want to know. I think it's, it's China Cho. And is she Masters athlete? She's competing the Masters? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, that I, I really like that guess. That's a great guess. Oh, what about Kyle? What about? Yeah, yeah. Are you talking about this current year's compete competition? Yeah. Wow, that's a great guess. How many she got? And I only ask that. Um, well, not only I ask that because it's a core. That's when the only James, thing that matters. Well, yeah, it is the only thing that matters when you're talking about them having their own event. <laughs> I, uh, I bet Sam Dancer has a lot. Oh, China, she's got. Hey, I'll bring it up so you guys could see. I think I think that was the guess. I think that was a good guess. Impressive. How many does she have? Two fifty-three. Two hundred fifty-three thousand. Wow. Yes. wow. Sam Dancer has one eighty-one. Wow. Hell yeah. Damn. China's killing it. And so, at at the end of the day, it's it's eyeballs and money that have to that that make this thing uh, go forward. It is though probably another thing that's interesting is that the masters clearly make more money at their day jobs than the individuals. So that would be a cool breakdown. Income by age group. Yeah, yeah. I'd be living at home versus not living at home. I'd, I'd be curious to see that. It was. I felt like when I was, we were getting the masters briefs. I was listening to some of the masters around me talking. All they talked about was like retiring and their house in Hawaii and their house in Tahoe and how they just sold a business. And I'm like, well, of course you're competing at the games. You know, like what else you got to do? <laughs> it's a good life. Retired. Uh, this is the first year the masters had a semifinal ever. Mm-hmm. And, and and is that a good thing? Is that does that mean it's growing? Personally, I like the extra phase of qualification. Um, again, I think for the thirty five, thirty nine divisions, I would have liked to see more people go through because you're seeing more recent individual games athletes, you know, pop into that um, masters field. You know, like Frederick Agidius, I think was eleven, eleven, twelve. Paul 11, Tremblay, um, 14. Paul Tremblay, Maliolo, um, a lot of people in there. So I think that would allow them to bring more to the uh, – and Rich is going to compete Masters next year. That is – maybe that's true. I, 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 I can't wait until that gets clipped and that's on Instagram tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh Another interesting fact in this article that Chad Schroeder wrote is that, and I'm not sure, the, the first part was so dense with stats and numbers in that chart. I'm not, I'm not sure I was able to comprehend it all. Mm, oh, Cat yeah. Schreer. Sam Briggs, 6'6". Six, six, is is Sam Briggs a ma- – yeah, she's not a Masters this year. She, what she, she's, she's 40, right? And so she finished – which, 6th, 7th? Yes, 7th. Thank you. 7th, yeah. Hey, I – is her 2K faster than yours? Is that why you rode the 2K? <laughs> her 2K is definitely faster than yours. <laughs> she lapped me. She lapped me on the 2K. She lapped me. You. Do you think do you think Sam Brady could beat you doing a one arm 2K and you got to use both? No, I don't think so. Thank you, Brian. Good uh 80% of uh, eligible eligible masters athletes went to the semifinals last year and only 51% this year. I know so. Uh, how how come? <laughs> how come what? 
How, how come how come the the participation has dropped so much uh, this year? In terms of did, did I, I thought, understand that right? I thought I thought open participation for for age groups well, went up this year. And I just said something that doesn't make sense too. First year, this was the first year the Masters had a semifinal, and yet I'm saying also suggesting that 80 percent of eligible Masters athletes went to semifinals last year, and only 51 percent this year. So those two don't don't. I, somewhere I have my facts wrong. Somewhere I'm spreading misinformation. Do you know what I'm trying no, to say, anyone? I think either they just lumped. He just called it as the AGOQ, just the qualifier in general. I think so. That means past the open. I don't think they he specified between um, semifinal, quarterfinal. Okay. Well, let me rephrase it. Did we have a decline in participation this wrong. year? Well, maybe, but <clears throat> this actually addresses someone else in the comments who is, uh, I think, um, um, missing something about this stage of the season. Also, is the number of participate p- participants for each Masters division in the age group online qualifiers in the past was capped at 200. Now this quarterfinal stage of competition for the master's divisions is 10% of the open registrants. So the quarterfinal registrants that we talked about earlier, the 1200 plus in the 35 to 39 means that there were 10 times that many in that division that were competing. Okay. And and then the same thing for the, you know, whereas the total number of participants in the men's 60 plus was basically equivalent to the master's quarterfinal participants for 35 to 39 at 1200. Okay. That makes sense. So to this, to this statistic out of the two hunt top 200, a higher percentage would participate than the top 1200. Right. Which makes, that does make sense. And that that doesn't mean necessarily there were more last year. Even though it was a smaller percentage, there still still were probably more more participants, year. but a lower percentage because so many more people were eligible to come to participate. If um if I wanted to get into um, watching the Masters this year, what's the division to watch? I, is it the men thirty five to thirty nine? Is it the women thirty five to thirty nine? Or, or I think or, in terms of the highest level of competition and the most people at that level that have the chance to win it's the men 35 to 39 or 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 maybe you go over to where uh, rebecca void is um she's making her 14th games appearance the most in history and she's in the 40 to 44 women you can see pieces hey, there's, a, there. there's a there's at least a half a dozen divisions that i would say are definitely worth worth watching and probably more than that but if you're asking for only one you're looking at men's 35 to 39 just between sam dancer roy gamboa craig kenny Giannis Papadopoulos and Julian Serna, you're going to see a bunch of incredible stuff. And the other five guys I don't know as well. I, uh, I remember Papadopoulos competed, or he did the age group qualifier last year. Why didn't he compete in Masters? He, uh, how old does it say that he is? He, I thought he competed in Masters. I could I be think wrong. This is his oh, no, maybe he didn't. First year. He qualified you're for right. strength and depth semifinal Sorry. this year as an individual, and he decided to pursue Masters instead, and he took second place in the semifinal yep. behind Sam Dancer. So he's, a, you know, he probably feels like he has a pretty good chance at the podium. Are these, uh, sorry to swerve into this lane, but are these guys tested? Not yet. They'll, they will be tested at the, some of them at least will be tested at the games, but I don't think James, you can correct me if I'm wrong. here. I don't think there's been any testing at least like uh, in competition. And, Maybe some of these guys are on the t- testing list that get randomly tested out of competition. Yeah. And that, I don't know unless they are, I still get those testing list emails. Um, I'd be flattered if someone looked at me and said, Hey, I bet you're on steroids. Um, Cause I'm still just a skinny dweeb. <laughs> But I still get those emails, but it's definitely possible. Some of these guys are on that, on that list, especially I would say any athlete who's competed as at the games before as either a master's or an individual. 
Um, but yeah, they'll probably be tested um, at the games. I'm trying to remember how far down they tested last year. I think they tested down to fourth or fifth for 35 to 39. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. So don't get mad at me comments. Um, you can get right. mad at me comments. I don't care. But none of these, none of these, none of these, like this whole list of slew of people we're seeing pop in, uh, in, um, in teams and individual, nothing like that in masters. No one's popped over there. No, that's not true at all. Well, oh, last they have popped. Um, Some masters have popped. Year, no, 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 no. Yeah, they not tested this down year, to... Not this year. They, they haven't done year. any testing this year. Oh. Yeah. But historically, there are a lot more drug failures in masters divisions than anywhere else. Wow, this is a new one. Look at this. Roid Bart. yeah do they get do they get some sort of exemption as a master like can you be on some sort of like uh testosterone replacement therapy or anything like that as a master's can you be on anything different different list of no you still got to be just a normal human i mean you could probably get a waiver if you're really jacking your metamucil servings up to through the roof maybe right exemption no i don't think you can have an exemption for any um testosterone replacement therapy but Brian, if I if I wanted to watch a Lynn Knapman, sixty to yeah. sixty four, this compete, is actually an, an amazing division. Yeah, com- compete in the two thousand twenty two CrossFit Games. Can I watch this? Uh, yeah, certainly. I mean, I can buy a ticket and go watch it, right? I don't know what level of coverage you'll have for the Masters um, this year. Um, I would, you know. I hope I would hope so. Like these people are definitely worth watching, in my opinion. But I don't know. I don't know. Uh, pull up this list. Why do you say that this is an amazing list or going to be an amazing competition? There are several women in this competition who are quite good. Um, first of all, there's a woman who won the division, uh, Shelley Chapel, who I don't have a ton of familiar familiarity with, but she won this thing basically going away. Um, however, the girl behind her, Pat McGill out of Canada has competed at the games, yep. uh, before Dude, that lady has my build five, five, one sixty. She's two time podium finisher. Uh, Debbie Downing's been to the games before Mary Beth Prodromitis is Mary a master's champion. Lynn yeah. Natman, obviously we talked about already Pauline's Pauline Siasia, who finished 10th in that division has podiumed at the games. So even though it's only 10, 10 women competing there, uh, there's at least five of them that I know from their, um, competition history at the games already uh that are quite impressive and then this new woman shelly who is seems to be the one to beat she won that division by 64 points in the semifinal. and and, and uh and how old is lynn what what age is she coming into this division at 62 There's no way shelly is how old does she say she is shelly 60, yeah. 62 also <laughs> crazy damn that's what health and fitness will do. Yep. Let's look at other pictures of her. Let's look at other pictures of her. Crazy. Damn. I mean, most people that, that is like have trouble just lunging with no weight due to like right. stability and sedentary, you know, right. and, and she's over. I mean, look at that. And you're saying, mo- and you're saying most. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like 98%, point. Eight percent, all of them. probably higher than that. Yeah, Victor yeah. says she's taller than me. Thanks, Victor. Thanks, <laughs> Victor. <laughs> oh, Craig. Uh, hey, I'm gonna update my CrossFit Games profile uh, to make me like five nine, just to really confuse. Oh, oh she so- has like an old picture with the liver, liver King. It looks like where or someone has a picture. Shelly Chapel has a picture, or there's a picture of like old school Liver King on there. 
Where? How far down are you? I can't wait to see what Hobart's uh, talking down. about. I oh, can't wait. This? There's like a South oh, Texas. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's not her. I don't know who the lady oh. is. Oh, that, that that's is liver him. Queen. That's Liver Queen. That's Liver Queen and King. Dude, what Fucking a find. Uh, let me introduce Bri- – so this is uh, Shelly Chappelle, Chappelle, Shelly Chappell, uh, a 60 to 64-year-old athlete's Instagram account. Uh, Brian was saying she's the uh, lady to beat in this division this year to become the fittest in based, the world. Well, based on her semifinal performance, but, I mean, Meredith Beth Bergamas is amazing, and she's always in contention. Um, let me introduce Brian and Barbara, owners and founders and creators of Ancestral Supplements. Concerned customers always want to know original author. Wow. You know what's interesting is like look for his name is Brian. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, his name's Brian Brian Johnson. Like, yeah. He ate that dude. Um look at the like look at his body. His it's last almost, name is Johnson. Yeah. He's so lucky. It's almost like the the starting of the liver king. Like he's small for liver king there in that photo. Well, he's just I don't know. He looks the same size. He's like, he's he? like liver duke right here. <laughs> He's, so, just, he's just older now and his, skin's more, and his skin's more leathery this is what a yeah. great find find hobart yeah that really was 255 weeks ago this photo was uh, taken brought me on here for a reason that's, Dude, that's over five years wow yes please call me james johnson oh great. bruce wayne's in the house did uh liver king pop for peds <laughs> no absolutely not uh so brian so we don't know if we can watch this division I think that you'll definitely be able to watch most of it, and I'm hopeful that they'll have coverage for all of it. Do you think that? Do you think Susan could find coverage from last year if he went on, like, if he started googling around on YouTube? Yeah, I already found it actually when I was looking for the legless rope climb from that division. And there's um, yeah, also there is a brief amount of coverage on, on your uh, Instagram Live. I think <laughs> that was the last day you worked at the games right hey by the way that was the best <laughs> coverage that the, they had had that was that was intimate no no it was just specs moving around on green hazy did you like know he got said, fired for coverage. filming you hobart no but i appreciate that yeah did you know that? no i think i did know that I did that know. was that was also that was he got fired even when supposedly my friend dave castro was the head of the games and i didn't even have enough pull to save ryan <laughs> look how that turned out you you might you might think that I had Brian fired on purpose so he could work for me the rest of the week if you were a conspiracy theorist. If you were, he pointed his phone at Hobart and got fired. You know what? It ended up being and a Hobart great week. looked like and Hobart looked like you like just like a speck going across the screen. <laughs> Brian, you broke in the rules. Shitty internet. Oh my god! Someone just wrote I, in the comments: the only roids Hobart has ever had are hemorrhoids. True. Hashtag truth. Wow. Nick's got got Nick Nick Alligator. Yeah, he's got some. <laughs> That's <laughs> devastating. Hey, Nick, you go both ways. I know you do. I see you looking at me in that hey, picture. That's a sassy photo. Ooh, he's sassy. Um, what about uh, what what about Becca Voy? Oh, look at Cheryl Bros too. She's competing. She's fifty. Susan, Susan, I think it's better to look at the uh, semifinals leaderboards where you can actually see the standings that they had. If you go to it, where it says game semifinals and it's short by age group. Thank uh, you. Take control of the show, Brian. The show's out. Well, then control. in the other one, they're not there. They're only in the order that they've, where it says LCQ. Susan, do the drop mount menu, age group. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, then if we go to the women's 40 to 44 division, which Savan's talking about now, then we can actually see who the top finishers were there and you can see the points gap. So, like this woman, Kelly Friel, is 
unbelievable. I saw her just de- decimate a master's competition at strength and depth during sanctionals one year. Um, how old is she? Yeah. You know, she's towards the end of this division. She's 44, the oldest you can be. And she still won that some by, by over 50 points. So where are these people coming from? Was she in the CrossFit games? Oh as yeah. An individual? yeah. 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 Uh, no, she's done, I think three times, oh, wow. three times games. She's, think worse yeah first second and second are finished at the games 2018 19 21 so the 20 there was no master so the last three seasons in this division as she's continued to get older she's continued to get better second second and first and now she's a favorite coming in again are you shocked um when you see people or are or are there any people who are in the men's and women's 35 to 39 category who were not individuals at the games yeah there are and is is that shocking no like, I would think it would just be filled up with people like Hobart, people who have already been at the games. How can that not be? What happens to the games athletes? They just they, they get too tired. They get burnt out. How is it filled with people who've never been to the games? How is a 50-year-old person who's never been an individual in the games now make it into the master's competition? Well, that's a totally different question than the 35 to 39. Yeah, the 50 is like we're just – they're just not – you know, they're not – There's a ton of different yet. potential answers for 50. Okay, well, give me 30. Let's start with 35 to 39. Do you have a thought, James? I don't on that one. I think it's happening. Where are they coming from? Where were they training and why weren't they individuals? And how are they beating guys who have been in the sport for 10 years and who were individuals? Yeah. Well, because I think there are some of them who are just probably starting to train in their maybe later 20s, earlier 30s, and they're really fit athletes and now acclimating and training well in CrossFit. I think there are a lot of individual athletes who competed previously in the games turn, you know, aged up into the 35 and just aren't competing in masters. Um, yeah. So like, you know, just, just to give you an example, there's this guy who's placed ninth that I've never, I've never seen his name before. His name is Brett Stanhope in the 35 to 39. It's an incredible, impressive performance. He finished one spot ahead of Craig Kenny, two spots ahead of Frederick Gideas. Well, he he is his first year of eligibility in his, and uh, his best ever open finish was 599th in the world in 2019. And then last year, he, he qualified for individual quarterfinals in North America and as the oldest, you know, as a 34-year-old. And he plays 271st, which is pretty good, actually. Um, so, you know, he has been doing the open at least since 2014. He's got a lot of years of training under his belt. He was, you know, never good enough to make the regionals when it was, you know, a lot harder. Brett than Stanhope, Susan, number nine, Brett Stanhope. Thank you. Um, you know, but this year he aged up into that division, uh, and he didn't actually do very well in the open at all, 228th, but then in the online qualifier, 17th. So you're trying to look at a guy like maybe he wasn't, uh, you know, he was saying, well, this might be my best year, my first year as a 35 to 39. And maybe he's been tailoring his training for two seasons to make sure that he would have the best chance to make it this year. And he barely got in. You know, so that like that's a possibility that someone who's 33, 34 realizes I'm never going to make it as an individual, but that first year at 35 might be my best chance. And if enough of those people are that invested in making that their best chance to make a run at it, a couple of them will probably get through. What would that look like hypothetically? You're 32 years old. You just get out of the plane in the NFL for four years. You're an amazing fucking athlete. You can do everything, but you can't handstand walk. You can't snatch and you can't do double unders. And so you have to start working on those things for the next three years to get to that high level by the time you're 30. Now you're uh, 35 because you've been working on it from 32 to 35. And, and then you, and you make it into the uh, into the Masters. I mean, is that what it looks like? You're just an amazing athlete, but you have some super duper glaring holes. 
or you're just a guy like this that's you know very fit and been doing it for nearly a decade that decided to go all in for one shot and he made it. He has been doing it a decade. Well, and his games profile it says his first open was 2014. I'm not 100% sure always that the game's website is accurate, but I think it's getting better. Um, and he may have been in the military or a hockey player or whatever. We have no fucking idea. It was sure. keeping him from become, being a, uh, a hardcore crossfitter. Yeah, but you have another example of a guy in this division. His name is Brian Wong, and he's been competing for a long time as well. First Open listed as uh, 2015. He's actually finished uh, 81st and 91st worldwide in the Open before. And he's a three-time regional competitor. He's competed in the Central Regional back in 2016 through 18. Oh, you know, never finishing better than 16th. But he's been like 16th in a regional is very, very good. Um, hey, uh, hey, hey, something's not right here. Sorry, Hobart. Do you have to use the bathroom while I talk about this part? How the fuck is that a Wong? Okay. No Wong can grow a beard <laughs> like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Can um, I see that guy's Instagram account? Yeah, I got it. Right I want to see Please that. Don't. <laughs> you know, and, and last year he was 145th in quarterfinals, which is, you know, just very, very fine margins away from making a semifinal. So even though he's never made the games, there, you know, his resume adds up to the fact that he could have had a potential this year and not only to make it, he did very well finishing third. Yeah, definitely. They spelt his name wrong. Something's not making sense here. Um, why didn't Hobart, why didn't Hobart, um, your, oh, damn. Jeffrey, oh. you're getting fucking spell checked by fucking <laughs> by fucking the That's boss. That's kind of cool. Screenshot that, Jeffrey. That's cool. Uh, it's the only time Rich is ever going to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Post it. Uh, what happened to Brian? What happened to James Hobart this year? When we had him on early in the year, he did say he was going to be going uh, to um, Masters, uh, thirty-five to thirty-nine. He, I mean, he did make it seem like he was going for sure. And now James he's Hobart? Si- yeah, and now he's sitting here with us. What oh, do you think my, happened? I thought I, I didn't I thought he was kind of taking this year off and really investing a lot in the cap programming, but we should ask him. Uh, thanks, Brian. I appreciate that. Ho- Hobart, what happened? You did, did is it your training or did that division get too hard or both? I think it's both this year. Yeah. Underprepared, definitely didn't train to compete um in the semifinal, quarterfinal process and the games. So yeah. I think he called up Giannis Papadopoulos. He's like, yo, you're going to Masters individual. He's like, Masters. And he said, yeah, I'm taking this. I'm out, man. But seriously, James, you, 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 we had talked to you, and you were having um, uh, visions of grandeur of, win- of winning that division this year. Yeah, I really um, – yeah, I love competing. I really wanted to compete. And I hate this, I hate this excuse because I don't think it does justice to all of the competitors who beat me and made it. Um, it just, as the rest of the year wore on, it really was training was not my focus, um, for whatever reason. And that's just kind of how it shook out. And then also the, the level of competitors in the division has gone up is only going to go up. The qualifying process is clearly harder. They go from a field of 20 down to 10. Um, so I think, I think all of those things. Uh, so, so you, you're saying that your desire didn't match your training. You're saying you could have trained significantly harder and better. hundred percent. Okay. I don't think that's arrogant at all. I don't think it's a dig at the athletes. I mean, yeah, everyone I just, knows I, it's hard. It, it, <clears throat> these things wane. This isn't like fighting. It's not like you lost a fight on fight night. I don't think it's it's rude. But I also, I, I, also, I think I realized over this last year, like, I love CrossFit. I love competing. Um, grateful for what the sport's given 
to me and there's a lot of master's divisions left <laughs> so it's like i don't see this as like uh, my 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 horizon like my view of the horizon has definitely changed in the sense is like i don't i used to see it as if i don't compete this year i'll never compete again and i don't feel that way anymore um which is cool this actually is a good uh, you know because Savan has often asked the question about the ability for individual athletes to you know compete hard take time away and come back and compete hard and be relevant again and while I would acknowledge that that's up for debate in the individual or elite category, in the master's division, that's common practice for a lot of athletes where you'll see them compete 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, they're nowhere to be found, 45, boom, they're back on the scene. And are they licking their wounds then, you think? Well, it's probably a combination of just the, you know, it's a, it's like, it's, it's difficult. Like these divisions are competitive. These athletes are very, very good. And, you know, it's kind of a long season. Uh, probably also just has to do with lifestyle things, depending on kids, jobs, whatever else. And then lastly is how difficult it is to qualify for those divisions for 99% of people if they're in the last two years of the age division. And I think too, as, as masters, especially in the later age divisions, like being healthy is a huge part of it. Like if you stay healthy the whole year, your chance, obviously your chances go up significantly, but I've talked to, like Brian said, a handful of athletes who are like, Hey, training was going great, got injured taking the next year off and then they come back an entire year later and then make it again. Um, I think that's way different than we see at like the um, elite men and women level. Just pushing through injury, just fighting with it, dealing with it, whatever. Or just being, you know, looking at the timeline of it as, you know, Hey, it's okay to take a year off and make it better and then come back rather than like try to just keep pushing and making it worse. Do you think there's anyone who take, do the winners of, do the winners of these divisions, let me, let me go a step further. Let me let me take this back a second. When you competed, one of the things that you said to us was is there was a different kind of camaraderie uh, amongst you guys. Um, is that because the level of competition isn't taken as serious? Or is it because there's fewer of you? Or I still felt like when we went out onto the field, it was very serious. I think what changed, at least for me in the warm-up area, there's still like some like – I don't know, kind of like looking out of the corner of your eye at people. You know, like everyone is still competitive who's there, but it's like our life doesn't depend on it, you know, or like, and I shouldn't, you know, even the individual athletes, like these guys are trying to make a career, you know, out of competing in CrossFit. And, you know, it's like, I've lived that life and and my career is in something totally different than competing. So I think that takes a lot of the edge off. And a lot of people there are like that. But I I think when you step onto that floor, it's like, people are still super competitive. Like no one out there wants to lose and no one out there is just like, well, you know, I bought a Porsche last week so I can just mail this workout <laughs> in. Like, no, they're super competitive people. But um, the fact that it's like not the end of the world or their life doesn't change if they don't win or lose. Yeah, not they're not going to lose their Nova Labs protein yeah. contract, <laughs> win or lose. Yeah, I mean, that's that's my take of it. Uh, maybe different masters out there have a have a different take of it, so. Uh, Brian, do you have a, a favorite division you're, that you're going to watch this year? Or are you going to watch them all? W what does someone do if they want to watch this and, and, they, and you can't watch them all? What, what, what do you suggest? What are the top, the top groups? Well, the one nice thing about the fact that there's only 10 athletes is that there's only one heat per division. So if there's a particular division that you want to watch – the hope is that there will be some coverage of it. And that even if you're, you know, the, the hard thing is that if you're at the games, um, you know, a lot of the things are going on at the same time. 
and I'm not sure exactly what the schedule will look like this year, but there's usually some overlap where, you know, there'll be team events going on out on North Park, and then they have something going on in the Coliseum for the Masters or the other way around. And so it's very difficult if you're there to split your attention. At home, you know, you could potentially have two screens going and stream both events. Um, but also, if you have a, you know, a division that you really like, you can probably just kind of scroll through. Ideally, CrossFit would make a little drop-down menu that says, like, uh, you know, Event 3 for the Masters, and it has a breakdown by division. And um, is it sex and sex? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I just you know, didn't want to get it wrong. Yeah, well done, you Brian. Know, you never know. Just is that we'll the first just time you said that word? <laughs> no, no, no. I almost said gender, which is completely Uh-oh. different thing. Taboo Seven on this show. Seven word again, way off track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. might have put the vest back on, and I don't know. <laughs> so you don't have a favorite division. You you can't give us like, hey, guys, this is the division to watch. Like, you want to get into some master shit. You want to see some trippy shit. This guy right here is the guy to watch. Uh, no, there are several. It's it's really, it's, it's honestly, it's hard for me to pick one. I, on the women's divisions... I would pick the oldest and the youngest. I it, I would probably pick the oldest because I think it would be the have the most like wow factor now. Because if you watch the thirty five to thirty nine division, and I do like the fact that it's only one heat. Um, but if you watch the thirty five to thirty nine division, it's going to slowly creep in. Ah, I could just switch the channel and watch the real guys get at it. But if you watch the fucking old ladies go at it, you're going to see some shit that you're going to be like, oh fuck, I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, for the women, if you want, I would probably say the 60 to 64 on the older end of things is probably the one to watch. We already talked about that one. But 55 to 59 is pretty good, too. There's a few athletes in there. Joanne McCullough dominated the semifinals, but also Linda Elston and Lori Machisnik have a ton of experience in the Masters divisions. And there's this pretty cool woman uh, who's in the women 65-plus, Pia Gund. She's only she's been to the games four times. She's finished fourth or fifth every time, and she was a winner of the semifinal this year. So it could be a breakthrough for her after an inner fifth time as a master's athlete. Um, and she's the oldest in that category, right? Six, at 64? No, she's in the no. 65 plus now. Oh, okay. 67. 67. That's the division you go watch. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, who is 72, the oldest? 72. Wow. Who is the oldest person at the games this year, Brian? That, that woman, the 72-year-old. Who was yeah. it? And um, I think she's the second know. oldest ever to compete at the games. I think that was in Chad's article as well. You think uh, marijuana? She's from the Netherlands. You think think marijuana is her secret? What was that, James? (laughs) Was it uh, Asinto was the oldest? It was in there. He definitely addressed it. You mean the oldest of all? I'm talking about the oldest this year, not the oldest of all time. Yeah, but I think she's also the second oldest of all time. Yeah, Asinto Vanilla, uh, 73 in 2012. Wow. So he's he's eighty three now. He just posted. Um, because I still think he goes to CrossFit. Um, Black box. No, I think he goes to South Brooklyn now. David Osario's gym, I think. Um, because I I think he was recently celebrating a birthday. I just saw a post about him. Yeah, eighty three. He looks amazing. For I don't know, maybe he looks like what eighty three is supposed to look like. But if I, I look did. like his eighty three when I'm fifty three, I'll be really happy. I did try to get him on the podcast. Is David Osario the one that does the ice showers, cold showers every morning with Boz? They have the skeleton. They did that tattoos. for a while. I don't know if they still do it. I was tempted to ask Adrian about that on a press conference, but it seemed too serious. No, you should ask him. Uh, do do the do? Uh, I have a couple questions here. Who, which country dominates he the might Masters? Tell, he might tell me I'm being too pedantic. 
Ouch. Uh, wait. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. We're healing wounds. We're healing. We're here. Uh, um, what, 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 what country is dominating the Masters, Brian? USA. There's a lot of yeah. diversity across all of them, but there's by far a huge percentage of, of United States. And you, you can especially see that when they do things like the opening ceremonies, you know, and you see that obviously they have the most individual athletes, but, it, but it's a dominating group compared to everyone else. And that's because of the master's divisions. Uh, did I see a Russian flag up there? No, if anything, it would be a white square or rectangle. Oh, okay. I thought I thought I saw a Russian Which flag. Which one? Uh, go <clears throat> scroll down. No. Scroll. Keep going. No, no, that's the end of it. There, that's the main. Um, <clears throat> we talked about who is the oldest. We had we had Terry at seventy-two. Who's the oldest athlete here who has also competed as an individual in the games? Mm, probably going to be for the women. It's probably going to be in the forty to forty-four division. Oh no! I saw Cheryl, Cheryl Broach. I saw Cheryl Broach. I think she's in the fifty-year-old division. Year? Oh yeah, she was second in the fifty to fifty-four behind a, right a woman that I think is a rookie at the games. That could be a fun one to watch because this. So this is a perfect example: a fifty-year-old named Tia Gebby who won the semifinal. She's been doing the open for a long time, but she's got no games experience. Uh. She did do the individual. What? What? Tell us. Tell us. She did the individual quarterfinals this year in North America at 50 years old and finished 508th. Wow. <laughs> Out of how many? A thousands, probably 3,000. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. And Cheryl Brost is an absolute uh, savage as a competitor, and they were actually pretty close. So if you want to see a probably going to be a great competition between the two of them. Oh, Julie Ackerman made it again. So, so that is, that's the oldest one we know of. Let's see. Um, let's see. Uh, let's go up one more age. I want to see if Hobart uh, or I or Brian or you recognize any names here, Susa. Men or women? To, uh, women. Let's just go up to fifty-five and, uh, and oh, over. Oh, uh, sorry. I know a bunch of these women. I don't think they ever competed as individuals in the games, though. I don't recognize any of these. Do you recognize any of these names, Hobart? I don't. Okay, let's check the Amy, men's. I feel like Amy Simpson's a name that I know, but that's just probably because I saw the word Simpson and I don't know who that is. Okay. Never been to the games before. In Great name capacity. for a gym. What was it? Do more CrossFit. Do more CrossFit. <laughs> Jake's <laughs> uh, uh, let's, uh Let's go to the men. Uh, 15. I think, he meant, I think he meant a monster energy drink. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Brian's on fire tonight. Let's, uh, Susan, can we see? I the think Savon. Mistook the the flag for the Netherlands as the Russian flag. <laughs> hey, that is very possible. Let's see the men fifty to fifty five, please. Fifty to fifty four. Men fifty to fifty four. See if we recognize any of these guys. Actually, this I would. I haven't done this statistic, but I would be willing to bet that combined one through ten, this has the least games experience of any division, forty plus. This division. This division. I don't right recognize here. a lot of these names. Uh, go down in age division. It's definitely not going to be a b older than this. I don't think. <clears throat> Jason Grubb. A lot of people have been telling me to get him on the podcast. This guy, Jason oh, Grubb. Well, oh, he's yeah. a, he's an go animal. Yeah, we've had a lot of crests for him. Hey, yeah. seven. There's a there is a Russian flag in this division. You see it? Yeah, it's right no, here. No, it's just white. Oh. <laughs> Jason Grubb. Uh, yeah, he's uh, never finished off the podium at the games, and he's won it the last two times he's competed. 
Yeah, but Yuri Hansen, he's uh he's on seminar staff. He owns CrossFit um CrossFit Billings up in Montana. This'll yeah. be a this'll be a fun division, actually. Keep going down. I want to see if there's anyone else I recognize in this division. For I know Alan. Men. And Mike Dudevar was a local affiliate owner of her in um Northeast. Mike Kern has placed second yeah, Mike in Kern. Masters divisions twice. And obviously this guy from well, Russia, well, Vlad Lieshkovich won this category by 50 points in the semifinals, um, but no previous games experience. Well, and when we see these guys on this list, does that mean that they're coming? Like, are these all people who've signed the paperwork? I'll see you there. See you in Madison. Paid their dues. Not necessarily, but if you go to the games site. Okay. Before we do that, I want to go down this list. Yes. Before before we do this, I want to go uh, switch. Uh, I want to go down one more. I want to see what, when that when we finally see a man we recognize who competed as an individual. Go ahead and go to forty to forty four. Man, I still don't see one. I'll tell you what, this guy, Michael Leverrier. I think Yuri Hansen competed as an individual. Okay, let me let me check. Check. He, he just said he's going to check. He just said he's going to check. You can't tell check? him to check when he said he's going to check. He did. And what's he the result? The year. 2013. 2012, Yuri Hansen, 44th place at the CrossFit Games. Boom. He was three spots behind Brandon Swan. Oh, he was two. They were all, that was second to last place. There you go. And, and this guy's He's in the 45. Okay. So this is the oldest guy that we know of. That we I know think of. Probably, we I think he's probably right. Very nice, James. And and the woman was Cheryl Brost. <laughs> When, when, when was the last time Cheryl did that? Cheryl Bros, three-time games competitor. Best place finish was in 2011, where she was seventh. And the last time she competed was also 2012, when she was 15th. That's kind of cool. So both Cheryl Bros and Yuri Hansen competed in 2012. And they are the oldest respective that we're aware of that competed as a Masters. And on the women's side individually, there are two athletes who made their games debut in 2012 who are still competing now in individuals, Kara Saunders and Terry Helgadar. Wow. Oh, yeah. I just saw that uh, pop up somewhere. Wow. That's wow. That's good stuff. Uh, can we talk about the kids for a second? Yeah. We're not doing a kid's show, right? No, no. We can do, This is uh, age, age groups. Okay. Uh, it Did Olivia Kerstetter make the right decision? I, I was reading in that uh, in, in Schroeder's... Um, a piece on the morning chocolate that she may be if she, as an individual woman, she's one of the strongest women on the field. And yet here she is competing with the teenagers. I think that she definitely made the right decision because it's a decision that she made. And I think it's important that her and the people close to her had that conversation and did what they felt was best, regardless of if she could have made it as an individual or not. If they felt this was the right decision, I'm fully supportive of that. Uh, uh, Hobart, do you have a less politically correct uh, response? <laughs> Like, fuck that. She's just going down there to bully the kids. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Slam dunk on her. <laughs> a win's a win, baby. A win's it, a win. I just, I don't think for her, right, like looking at her talent, her strength, and clearly how committed she is to it, like what is another year in the teen division doesn't hurt her. It only helps her. Yeah, right. Lots of experience and everything. Uh, else. You know, but 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 well, what Sousa said, lots of experience, but it would be experience <clears throat> that she got on the big stage. If she went as an individual, she could go there, not put a lot of pressure on herself, feel it out. Because maybe, like, maybe she that. doesn't want to. Maybe she doesn't want to do that. Well, clearly, 
No, I mean like ever. Like maybe she just like she gets this last like just crushes these guys, these these young ladies. Oh, she still she still has one more year of eligibility after this. No shit, she's only sixteen. Yeah, the first year that she was eligible to compete as a teenager was twenty twenty when there wasn't a games for them. Last year she won it, and this year she'll most likely win it. The only person who has, I think, a chance is Trista Smith, but I want to give her a big chance. So uh, let me oh, see. Open, Oli- open Olivia's again. Let me see how old she is. 16. Wow. So we could see her again in the teen division. Okay, so she is really young. So this does make perfect sense. She's too young. I think uh, Emily Rolfe's sister is in this division. Haley. I think so. Yeah, uh, who, who's the, who's the 17-year-old in this division? Who is 17? Well, there's yeah. more than one. But the, uh, the the girls that finished third and fourth in um, the qualifier, Jadja, Yadja, and Sophia, Sophia Shaft, they are also pretty good. They're both 17. There's actually a lot of 17-year-olds in this division. And yet, yeah, yeah. Majority of them will probably be 17. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Holy 17, crap. 17. 16, 17, 17, 16, 17, it might, 17. Be, it might actually be a 6-4 split. 16, 16. It's a lot more divided yeah. than the men's side where it's 9-1. Uh, t- tomorrow we're having Rebecca uh, Fuslier mm-hmm. on the show. And I'm, and one of the things I, I really want to get into with her is when they go when they go to these teams, like are they really pumped up? Like are they as excited to be at the CrossFit Games as the individuals? I'm guessing the answer is yes, right? Like they're pumped out of their mind. They can't even believe it, right? They know they're going to the competition to be crowned the fittest teenager alive. And so and so that that's another reason why why would they go do individual when when they can get that same high from competing in, in, in their class. So Yeah, for sure. Right? Being on the competition for it all. And, re, and even if it's just a smaller group there that's friends and family and everything else, I mean you're still gonna get that same drive. And everything, and then they're going to get the experience. And a lot of them have a long future ahead of them too. With the curse setter and everything else. Do they test these, Savan? Yeah. Online semifinal workout four. Are you reading someone's comment? No, I want you to. I want you to do this workout with the sixteen-year-old girls' weight. Okay. And or no, this is this is workout three. Sorry. This it's ten snatches at seventy-five. Ten. Hold on. At, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 10 snatches at 75. At 75. 10, okay. you rest a minute after that. With a dumb, the dumbbell, right? The alternating hand dumbbell? <laughs> no, no, barbell. Oh, okay. <clears throat> then you rest a minute. And then you got to do 10 snatches at 95 pounds. You know, 115s is one rep max, right? And then you rest a minute. And then you do 10 snatches at 105. And then you rest a minute. Um. And then in the remaining time, you this is all on a 10-minute clock. In the remaining time, you do as many snatches at 125 as possible. And I want to see if you can beat so Olivia. The weights, the weights go Olivia. up 20 pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds? Uh, sorry, 20 pounds, out. 10 pounds, 20 pounds, yeah. So it's one minute. Does, does the one-minute rest count as part of the 10 minutes? Yes. Hmm. So... Three minutes of unless, rest. Unless I'm mistaken, Olivia's score in this workout was 80 <laughs> reps, which means she did 50 snatches at 125. And what? In what time frame? That 10 minutes. Go to women. Turn that to women 16 to 17. 
I don't even understand the fucking workout. You barely, you're struggling. Here it is. I, right I, here. I don't. Just look at this. It. Look at this workout. Look at this. Ten snatches. Workout. Rest one minute. Ten snatches. Rest one minute. Ten snatches. Rest one minute. Then as many snatches as you could get with the remaining time of your ten minutes. Yeah, but what is the remaining time? Whatever, however long it takes. So if each one of these takes you thirty seconds, like let's just say for the easy math or a minute, it'd be two minutes, four minutes, six minutes. You would have four minutes at your max effort snatch at one twenty-five. And how many did she get? Fifty. She got, she got eighty total reps. So that yeah, but, means she but, got but fifty at one. Ten snatches right? at seventy-five pounds took her twelve seconds. That's <laughs> yeah. okay. I want to. Hey, I want to. If I'll do that, and I just want to work up to a one rep max, the one twenty or one twenty-five. No, no, I, I'm only bringing that up to put in context for seven that she probably had closer to six minutes to do those fifty reps than right. four minutes. Right. right. Settle okay. in. Okay. Either I'll way, you have no I'll, chance. I'm gonna do that tomorrow. <laughs> Are you what, what did the what did the worst what did the worst girl get? That's fair. That's a good question. Uh, she got the worst girl. The worst of thirty, um, or the worst of the ten that made the games. The the worst of the ten, but uh, thirty. The worst of thirty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys hate me. Forty-two reps. Why can't I do something the sixty-five-year-old plus women do? Because they can legless rope climb. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Okay, I will. I will. I, uh, someone, Exclusive someone will say newsletter this. content. Exclusive yes. newsletter content. I'll. I will try this tomorrow. This is not going to be pretty, though. I haven't. Don't, don't hurt your forever. back, please. We yeah, we got a big. I'll coach. Big I'll coach you. S- stream me in. You'll Facetime oh, me. Perfect. Oh, definitely. James, I was disappointed you didn't uh, comment on my snatching today. Maybe you haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, I'll check. I hadn't been able to snatch for a couple of months. It felt good to do it. Uh, there's a, well, do, look. what about, uh, what about, we haven't talked about the boys team division. Uh, why don't we talk about the boys team division? There's just nothing impressive down there. There's they, this kid. They just make me make us feel bad. Cause they're 16 and doing three. Let me tell you clean, something. I, I will talk about, I would like to talk good. about the boys 16 and 17 for a minute because I actually know <sighs> well, the guy. Let's say man, my, my, I got in trouble. I'm not allowed to say boy anymore. Let's say man. This is just what it's called, listed as on the game site. So anyone that's taking uh, that has you know um, triggers to that word can take okay. it up with the CrossFit game. Okay, fine, boy, it is. I I will say this: <laughs> I was trying to write something about a former teenage uh, athlete the other day, and I couldn't, and I kept like I I, I was trying to write he was the best boy <laughs> to ever compete <laughs> in the teenage division, and it didn't sound right. So I I, I do empathize with her in that regard. Anyway, in this. Uh, the boys 16 to 17 year old division the top qualifiers a guy named caleb mcclure he's 17 years old this year and he comes out he trains at a gym in central illinois and uh last year i took two the two two athletes that i coach down to springfield illinois to do a competition it was a pretty good competition i think the better one of those guys got either fourth or fifth and this guy caleb mcclure at 16 year old at 16 years old beat him <laughs> your clients um, your two clients you took down there grown men yeah yeah this guy beat them both <laughs> he was competing with the men, and I think I think he got fourth. There were some pretty good com- competitors there, but uh, if you didn't know he was 16, you would never have guessed it. And I remember the first year in Madison. Yeah, he's he's a big dude. He's got some Dallin Pepper numbers, six feet tall, 193. Yes. 193. And I remember the first year in Madison, 2017, I was walking, walking around, and the boys, 16, 17-year-old division walked by me, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, these guys are freaking animals. They are monsters. What James is saying is not any stretch of the imagination. Like, they are so freaking good and so impressive physically. It's, I think it's worth watching. 
Uh, how about this guy, RJ Mestre? I, I saw a picture from the 14 to 15 year old division. Um, he, he would, uh, um, Chad Schroeder was saying that he's notable and worth watching. Um, I saw a picture of him and he, he looks like he's eight. <laughs> it's the, there's a big difference between the 14. That is not what he looks like in that little avatar. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm finding it. But basically what, why Chad's singling him out here is because he won by almost a hundred points in his semifinal and he was fifth place the year before at, in the, at the younger age division. And we've already mentioned oh, that shit. no 14 year olds have even managed to qualify this year. So for him to take fifth, like every year at that, you know, that idea that you have actually of having four divisions with 10 each, 14, 15, 16, 17. Actually, the more that I think about that, the more that I like that. Um, but anyway, that's why Chad thinks that he'll do really well. Yeah, I like it too. This they, is a they, this is a cool division from the uh, country perspective also. You have four from the U.S., but then you have six other uh, separate countries represented. Paraguay, Mexico, Israel, Brazil, South Africa, and Jordan. What country mm-hmm. is this? Is he from? Who? This guy. This kid. What's his name? RJ. RJ. Yes, USA. USA. I click on that picture with that guy with his arm on his shoulder again. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not a big fan of the asymmetrical haircuts. I like symmetry. <laughs> I, I, I like symmetry. I just want to let you guys know that. I just. I'm glad that's why we zoomed sure. in on that picture. It, it triggers me a little bit. It triggers me. Hey, he should dye his hair blue. Does Hobart have a CEO I thought you were gonna shirt? Highlight, I thought you were going to highlight the shirt that the younger man in this picture is wearing. That's what I thought, too. I was like, oh, it's no, another, who's, another who's Mayhem selling those guy. They got, they, they, I see those That's shirts every, everywhere. That is Mayhem? Yeah. They have like a, a bunch of them, right? Serve, pray, compete. Yeah. Okay, I see them everywhere. Yeah. He's he's saying he's praying? He's saying he's praying or, or he's telling me to pray? I'm going to buy you one at the games. Thank you. I'm and what's that? Why is there a period after that? Is that a sentence? Pray. It's, de- it's declarative. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. Wow. Period. Uh, Hobart was when that was when Hobart was on the had insider knowledge when that shirt was developed when he was on the inside. <laughs> when, when him and Rich were tight. Tight. <laughs> we had my, that was actually my idea. It was. No. <laughs> hey, hey, James. Are, are there keys? Are, do you, are, is the does the barn lock? Which one? Oh, I don't know. I've never been the there. The new, <laughs> the new fancy barn, or like yeah. the, the old, the old. Um, it doesn't need to lock when you got shotguns. The, the new fancy barn, the one that, the, the one that I just picture Haley just fucking destroying Gee and Metcon workouts in. It's a, it's a, um, it's a retina scan. It, so it doesn't, it doesn't lock. No. No, you, you never had a key to the barn. You didn't need one. No. Oh, okay. How about a? Did you need a scanner card? Was there anything like that? High tech like that? No. Yeah, th- that's that's some alpha shit right there. Okay, let's do this shirt. This will be the Seven Podcast shirt. Pray. I knew you were gonna say that. It's good. <laughs> oh my goodness. Only ten years until Trace Froning is winning the teen divisions. Only ten. That years. would be now. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. If, if Rich's son came up and just started just destroying shit. Yeah, and like it. Rich is like still winning the 65 plus. And <laughs> <laughs> that won't be in 10 years. That won't be in 10. Be, he'll be 40, 45, 46. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm not even sure how to. This is why we miss Hobart. He just plays in. I don't understand. I don't understand. 
Uh, what's the most notable um, foreign master out of the United States of, of America? That's a good question. That's, that is tough. Uh, I would say that a couple of the women we already talked about fall into that category, um, particularly Lynn Natman, who's from Australia. And um, <clears throat> why am I blanking on her name? Um, Just make a name up. No one's listening. No, no. Pia Gund, I already mentioned, who's from Sweden. And Kelly Friel, who's from the UK. On the women's side, those are probably three really big ones. There is also uh, a Canadian woman, Susan Clark, but she's not competing this year. She's undefeated in her lifetime career at the Masters, I think, five and for five now. She does the year on year offing, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Doesn't she do something like that? Something hey, like that, yeah. Weren't we supposed to have Bill Grundler for the Masters show and Hobart for the team show? Did I fuck this up? <laughs> we were, um, I, mean, I thought it was just one show. I didn't know we were doing a breakdown of it. No, we're doing a team show too, aren't we, Brian? Yeah, next week. Do we have a guest for that? I don't know. James Hobart. Hobart? Do you know about teams, Hobart? I, I was supposed to. I know one of them I wanted to bring Grundler on. No, bring me. I'm not biased either. <laughs> Mayhem's going to win it all, but I would be I would be a straight <laughs> shooter. Bill, are you listening? You want us to send you a link? Don't I send do. him a link, man. <laughs> I do. I do want to have. We do. I do need. I do want to integrate. It's like more. seven p.m. while you're there. He's asleep. He's been asleep for two hours. <laughs> he goes. He goes to sleep at five forty. <laughs> he shut down CrossFit San Luis yeah, Obispo man. and he went to sleep. <laughs> oh God. Oh Jesus, Nick. Oh Jesus. Nick's out of control in the. Uh... Too far, Nick. Too far. Too far. Whoa. Nick. Reel it in, buddy. Reel it in. Um, well, I'm excited. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about the Masters. Any, anything else you want to Brian bring up, Brian? Do we want to look at the the, the 35 to 39 just to make um? Hobart I think I think bad? that it's it's the. I think it's probably the most fun division to talk about, like who who could potentially win it. I think that okay. China Cho is a kind of a clear favorite on the women's 35 to 39. They, you know, if this is a division that's interesting to you for the men, it's worth knowing that like Sam Dancer has been telling people for a majority of this year that his sole focus this year is to win this division. So far, I think he's perfect through every stage of competition, but that doesn't guarantee that he's going to win it. I think Roy Gamboa is as real a threat as anyone here. I mean, he's got a lot more experience at the games. He's been competing at a high level for like all the way up until last year where he was still competing at the games as an individual. Um, and so to your comment, Seven, about that ability to take some time off and come back and, and really throw it on and be in contention. Now we have Roy, who's pretty much been consistently in the game, and Sam, who was not for a couple of seasons and now has really, really recommitted himself to doing that. And I think those are probably the top two guys here. Not to say that there's not some others that could sneak in there. but Was, was Gamboa in the games last year as an individual? Yeah, he was thirty fourth. Wow, he's so fit. Uh, so, so Sam doesn't really have a chance. Sam definitely has a chance. This, I, I think this is the most committed he's ever been to trying to actually win at the CrossFit Games. Um, just in terms of his lifestyle, is he healthy? Is he healthy? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I don't think he'll. Did be you easy watch him eat. snatch two hundred forty five pounds like a toy? No, we're about to. <sighs> I think it was actually featured on the CrossFit Games. Yeah, you got You got to send him that video. After. Everything recently. I think Craig yeah. Kenny could be really dangerous if he's healthy because he also Craig has always excelled at like if they do a swim or like a long run, and that's something they typically only tested the games. 
and um i feel like that's an insult what you're saying that's a passive aggressive insult no? It's not a passive aggressive insult. It's the fact that they test those things at the games and he's already w- really fit, going to do well elsewhere. And I think athletes who can be fit in mixed modality workouts and then they have those outstanding run and swims. Craig Kenny, at the games. Craig, Craig Kenny getting the last spot in this division is not what Roy Gamboa, Giannis Papadopoulos, or Sam Dancer wanted to see. Craig has actually outperformed all of them in his career at the CrossFit Games. He, he placed 11th and 27th the two years he's been there, which is, you know, Roy's been to more games, but his best finish ever is only 23rd, which is, you know, more than twice as bad as Craig's best ever. So James is right that Craig has some potential to do really well in that style of programming. How about Carly? How about you did? I like not it. to mention about, that, that the year that he did that was 2014, which is quite a while ago. And my, my perspective of all the things Adrian Bosman's has said this year is that don't be surprised if there's some throwbacks to some old school style programming. When I think of Sam Dancer, I think of a wounded lion. <laughs> how wounded how lion. is what I said like a backhanded compliment? And you uh, no, mind my, my, or, or a rhino with a broken uh, a broken horn. Damn. Oh. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a rhino with like like his 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 his. I address his, uh, comments. His, pro, his proboscis has been broken. His, 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 you his, think? His, go back to him in that thong. You think his horn's broken? Unless <laughs> someone wants to break their horn off in something. <laughs> I'll tell you this: that guy is a huge, huge fan of the reverse hyper. By the way, it clearly, clearly. Yeah. I don't know why he's wearing so much when he does it. Um, what about Carlene? What about Carlene Matthews? She's got she got some games experience. She's hard savage. Yeah, she doesn't fool around. Why Jeez. can't she put? Why can't she put it to China Cho? Did she? Did she ever beat China Cho at the games? In her I ranking, I mean, did China always finish ahead of her. She finished nearly 200 points behind her in the semifinals. I mean, I haven't seen her compete in a while, but that's a staggering amount to make up. Yeah, and that's when you have 30 athletes in the field. They're close to it. There's only 10 athletes in the field. The points gaps are going to be extreme. And if China's taking, I mean, you know, I, ju- I just think it's going to be hard to beat her. Is this the first year China's competing as a master's athlete? If there was someone in this field who could oh, yeah. challenge to beat her, I would choose Amelia Lepinen. Let's who see. Also Amelia competed Lepinen. as an individual at the games last year. It's Dimakowski's girlfriend. Oh, no shit. And is she from the country? Is, is Hapalapin napping napping from that yeah, country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look at she just Hapalapin. has like she has the last half of his last name. I was just about to say Henry. how cool it was to see in the 35, 39 women, because the men is not like this this year, the representation from different countries. And then Savan hits us with that nice Hapalap napping. Uh, <laughs> this ugly American. Uh, God. Uh, yeah, that's actually cool. There's another. The third place qualifier in this division is from Iran. I don't. I doubt there have been very many competitors in any division from Iran at the games. Uh, Sunny uh, Sunny Webster will be joining us during the um, games, and then we'll do a, a long form podcast with them after the games. Uh, let me see the Iranian the Iranian lady, Maryam Zangba. Has she been to the, Has she been to the games before? I don't think so. <laughs> What's what's the CrossFit gym in Iran? Is it in Tehran in the capital? What do they got? Like one gym? No, there's probably oh she is in the occupation games. This is cool. 2021, she was the 19th fittest firefighter. 2022, she was the third fittest firefighter. 2021, she was also the 36th fittest school teacher. So she's school teacher and firefighter. 
Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's cool. It, um, this the, the, and, and the ugly American in me thinks that there aren't any female uh, firefighters in Iran. And of course, I don't know shit. And there she is. And she was the fittest. What 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 did she rank in the world? In the Third fittest firefighter this this year. Third. Mm-hmm. Wow. Are, so are any of those other girls in her? Or did the other two girls are they going to the games? The first and second fittest firefighters in the world. I'm not sure. I don't know. I actually don't know where to look up the results for the occupational games. They're just listed on her profile. Crazy. She's going to overheat with that thing on her head. I think she's used to it. I think she's pretty used to it, man. Yeah. Probably How did she get this far? Good point. Well acclimated. Yeah. That's a nice gym, too. Yeah, that's good movement quality also. Yep. No bats in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> the bats are, fire hey, I haven't seen it. The bats are so 2021. I haven't seen a bat in forever. No one really? even does it. No. I, I posted a picture of my frisbee hanging on the side of the disc golf basket, and everyone was saying bat, bat, bat. Oh, hey, how, I couldn't even figure out how that was hanging there, dude. That was crazy. It went through the chains, and it looked like it was going to stop on top of the thing and just sit there, and then it just rolled over, and it just hung on the outside of it. But how did it hang? A frisbee's flat are, on. No, there are nubs. And then the, there's the brim, and so the brim of it just caught on the nubs on the side of the basket, and it was just hanging there. Oh, the basket has nubs. Yeah, and the frisbee has a rim. So the momentum was stopped so much by the chains that it looked like it was just going to sit there, and then it slowly ripped over the edge. It was going to fall out, and it didn't. It got caught on the little elevated parts on the basket. There's always one. There's always one guy. Oh, and guys, and people are sending me bat signals. I took a screenshot of myself doing wall balls from the workout Witten that it wasn't even, you know, there's no way to know if it was the bottom of the rep or not. I got literally a hundred messages saying no rep, no rep, no rep Hiller, which I think that that's the problem is that it's become so excessive and so ridiculous that it's strange from what its original intent was. I got that. Hey, I don't think you're allowed to say, I don't think you're allowed to say nubs, by the way. I don't think that, I think that word's been, that's what they're called. If you're on a playing disc golf course, they say uh, you got nubbed. Nubs and nubs and taints, Corey Leonard. How often have you been nubbed, Brian? <laughs> it's happened a couple times. Taking a good nubbing before. Happens to everyone out there. <laughs> and to answer Barney Roberts, except for my probably clean and jerk, they're pretty close benchmark stats right now. All right here. I'm going to give you guys a chance if you want to call in. And, uh, and my strip press sucks right now, too. Sorry. And t- what does that mean? How does your Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to know. What does yeah. that mean? What's that number look like? I don't know. Body weight, maybe. What do you think Sam oh, Dancer's God. strip press is? Whatever he wants, man. <laughs> I, think <it's, laughs> I think it's cool that he kind of called. Uh, he didn't quite call his shot, but he kind of called his shot. And I think that's cool. Uh, well, we're going to find out, right? Yeah. I mean, he made it this far, which is impressive. You said you were going to go to the. You said you were going to win. You didn't even. You're not even. There. I didn't even didn't even get considered for. You, yeah, you're not even not on the even field. Close. How much you weighing right now, Hobart? Uh, I was 188 when I stepped on the scale this morning. Oh, it's still a great strict press. One of my coaches oh, just strict pressed 230. Yes, that's so. I, people for a who double can strict press a lot of weight. That's so cool. A double. <laughs> I trained with a buddy who was a former power lifter and then started competing in CrossFit. And I saw him strict press 315 and it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Wow. 
Uh, I, I, I want to highlight a few things that we talked about here. Uh, things that if you are going to watch the Masters this year, or if you if you have zero fucking interest, still things that are just crazy impressive. You should um, find some footage of Lynn Knapman at some point. She's sixty to sixty four. This will this will be her twelfth consecutive uh, CrossFit Games. I'm definitely going to. Uh, I definitely would love to have her on the show. I'm definitely going to try to find her and watch her throughout uh, the week. I, I, the, the times when I have been on the field and watched the Masters women compete, it is always this thing is just going on in my head. Shit, I can't do that. Can I do that? And, <laughs> and it's, 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 it's remarkable. Another person you have to pay attention to this year is uh, Rebecca Voigt. She competed 10 times as an individual. And then this is her 14th games and she's yeah. in the 40 to 44 and she's a remarkable person. She won the spirit of the games award. And, and uh, as much as she may have not been popular with the fans, she was extremely popular with the athletes and with the staff at the CrossFit games. Everyone always uh, um, loved her. Uh, you should watch the 16 year old division. You should watch Olivia Kerstetter. You probably want to get on as much as I was picking on her for not doing individual. You want to get on that bandwagon. Now, when she does come individual, you will appreciate her so much more. If you watch her for the next two years, as she watch as she, uh, does the teens division. And then of course there's Sam dancer who is an incredibly just lovely person. If you get a chance to ever meet Sam dancer, you have to go up and say hi to him. I, I, he is not you, you will not meet very many people in the world like him he is like a fucking chinchilla he is so <laughs> soft and furry and yummy and um uh you just just go up don't 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 do not hesitate and i think he's the part owner of strong coffee yep and so he'll probably be over in that booth at the games and you have you have to you have to meet him uh if you make one stop and go over and just smile at him shake his hand like just get some of that mojo can I add one to your list? Please, please, please. There's a guy in the 60 to 64 division named uh, Will Powell, and he will be yep. competing to try to win his fifth Masters title, which would tie him for the all-time record with Susan Clark for Masters championships. Guys, this will be his ninth time, I believe, competing in the Masters divisions, uh, which is, you know, I think that might be the most of any male athletes who've done it. And um, he's absolutely incredible to watch. Can I? Can you pull up that class? Sorry, Sousa. Uh, what what class was that for the men? I want to make sure he's in the sixty to sixty four now. And but he's also who just doesn't look sixty years old. Uh, he was not the top qualifier, so it'll be it should be a competitive division. But I would oh probably... shit, he looks like James fucking Bond, like a, a, a what is he? What's his ethnicity? He doesn't look like a William Powell. He looks like a Jose Garcia. Oh, is that Chris Hinshaw 30 years ago next to him? What the fuck is that? <laughs> it's funny if me and Chris Hinshaw had a kid. Uh, um, so, uh, okay, I, I recognize this guy. I recognize this guy. He's won five games, Brian? He's going for his fifth. He's won four. He had one point okay. one three in a row. Wow. Okay. Uh, and, and the thing you should know is in this division, we talked about this at the very beginning of the show, the younger guys win, period. Meaning if you're in the 35 to 39, the 35-year-old wins. If you're in the 60 to 64, the 60-year-old wins. So when, you, when you're rooting for someone who's, who's on the tail end of, that, of those weight classes, they have a significant disadvantage. The same way that a 14-year-old has a significant disadvantage over a 15-year-old, a disadvantage over a 15 year old, the same thing starts happening as you get older. And so this woman, Oh oh yeah. Here's, I, I mean, I don't even know this lady, but I'm going to watch her too. What, what was her name? Terry Carey, Carrie Terry. 
doesn't matter. Forward, backward. You, she's happy to be just mentioned. <laughs> what, she's what, happy what, to be alive. What age group was she in? Women's, uh, the women, the oldest category. She's 72. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this lady has to be watched too. Terry Carey. And he, no. oh, no. She's 66. Oh. The one right above her, Dinkoff, from the Netherlands. Oh, wow. Sorry. It's a joke. Dick yeah, off. How do you pronounce it? I think, you, think, you forgot an N there. I don't see an N. I just see oh, dick off with I'm a silent tired. H. Okay. How do you pronounce so, her first name? Here's the thing you have to realize when you see this. You've never in your life seen someone 72 do what she's going to do at the games. Never. I don't know. This is like watching a fucking blue whale breach. I'm not fucking joking. <laughs> if you are at the CrossFit Games and you bought paid for a ticket and you don't go watch Joke Dickoff compete from the Netherlands in the what? What's her age group? Sixty-five plus. Sixty-five plus. You're missing out. Why'd you buy a ticket? Why'd you go there? Do you want to see a blue whale fucking a- breach? <laughs> Seriously, what? can you go to the um? Look at look at. There's her name, CrossFitter Joke. She did. Um, she was one of the 22 who was able to do legless rope climbs. Just yeah. think about yeah, that. All you people her. in your 30s out there who can't do a legless rope climb. You will never <laughs> see. You will go to the CrossFit Games this year. I promise you. And you will see the final. You will see the final event when Justin Medeiros beats Colton Mertens for first place. <laughs> Colton takes second, and that won't be as exciting <laughs> to you as watching this lady joke compete. I'm serious. You believe me, Hobart? Yes. I'm on board, man. You I mean, to twist my arm. You're going to see her pick up two fucking 50-pound kettlebells and fucking walk across the field or some shit and knock out 10 strict pull-ups, and your brain is going to fucking explode. And you will never see it again the rest of your life. A 72-year-old woman do the shit she's going to do there. She's yeah. going to do it with a smile on her face. I'm serious. Everyone should go to where – find that at the venue when you're there and go see that. It, it, it's, it's like some Guinness Book of World's record Ripley's Believe It or Not shit. It's like some Halloween shit. And her name, I think you get to chant in the crowd, joke dick off, joke dick off. And it's going to be great. Seven, I got I, I got to just I, have you take a look at one thing before we please, go. To, please, to, please, to, please, yes. But James, go ahead. What were you going to say, James? No, no. I, let's take a look. <laughs> I'm not joking. I am not joking. I, I Will someone tell you guys? You guys know I'm not joking. I think, I think it's a play on words. Yeah. Maybe he's oh, oh, the name. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm not joking. Um, go go back to the 60-64 men, Sousa. Yep. And now if you can, click on Gus Vandervoort, who is not from the Netherlands, but from yeah, the USA. That's, then, I know that. Yeah, it's soul. It's, it'll be soul nourishing, Mr. Halpin. 60-64 men. 60-64 men. Vander, Gu, uh, Gus Vandervoort. Click on his name and then click on view profile. I just need to get Savan's reaction to this. Uh, Mr. Grubb, stand by. Oh, right. There's stand a, by. Oh, Mr. Grubb's online? No, no, scroll back up. Savan, how often have you seen a body that looks like this competing at the CrossFit Games? That's what my body looks like. That's what I look like right there. That's me. He's got some map definition. <laughs> uh, I, he's, he's a brick shithouse. Yeah, what's his? Yeah, he, he's this a, is a pretty unique body type to qualify for the Games. Agreed. This is a brick. This is a brick shit house. This is exactly what I look like for all you girls out there wondering. And and you don't look like that, man. Take your shirt off. And and Jeffrey Birchfield, I know you've been wondering too. Just close your eyes and think about me, buddy. That's what it pop the top. And wait, there's someone else I gotta say. I definitely know who thinks about me with their eyes closed. Nick, Nick, this guy, Nick. There I am, buddy. 
That's me with my shirt off. <laughs> take it in. Take it in. Yeah, look at look at this guy over here. Furman can't take his eyes off him off of Gus. Yeah. I'm sorry, Seven. I didn't realize we had someone on the line. He's a man <laughs> job. Okay. Uh Mr. Grubba, uh Brian Friend is always courteous and doesn't want to bother athletes, also doesn't want you waiting. Uh, how can I help you? Uh guys, I don't know. Everyone in the chat just told me to call in. And uh, uh as far as uh, as far as um Calling in, thanks for taking the call, and I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys giving Masters um, some, some face time, um, some air time, because it's you know we take the back seat in a lot of ways, and uh, it's just great to see this. It's great to have you guys talking about us. We all dig it. We all like it. We appreciate the coverage. Appreciate the conversation. And um, for me, I can't wait to go back and and uh, try to get on that podium again. This Mr. Obviously. Grub is so fucking square. Watch this, Mr. Grub. <laughs> You you have placemats, don't you? You use placemats, don't you, at your house? I, you know, I, I do not. I Yo, do not. Fuck I you, you do too. I know your type. For, you have fucking glasses, and you have and you have you only have button-up shirts, and you use placemats. My mom would love you. How fucking old are you? Grub will hammer you into the ground like a tent, tent stake, man. You leave him alone. Oh, I Mr. use Grub uses fucking placemats. I can tell. I know this guy. He's got a cabinet in his house with like glass doors and glass cups in there that never get used and shit. He vacuums twice when it's not necessary. No one's been to his house in a week and he still vacuums. You're describing my mom too. <laughs> this guy's so perfect. Hey, do you own an iron, Mr. Grub? I do not own an iron. You have an iron and ironing board and placemats, and I don't appreciate you lying. Your Honor, the witness is being hostile. <laughs> I don't wear any clothes but workout clothes. All There's right, no God. need ever. Oh, God. Uh, where are you calling from? <laughs> I'm calling from basically Denver, Colorado. Well, thank you for calling in. How old are you? 46. Damn, not even a master's. Uh, how, how long have you been doing CrossFit? How long have you been doing CrossFit? Um, about eight years. I started at 38. Yeah. Um, pretty thick and chubby and, uh, and yeah, it's been a good run. Um, pull, pull I, up his I, Instagram I, real I, quick. I, I gotta... Yeah. Let's judge his ass. Uh, um, <laughs> did you, so you started 38. Okay. That's, so that's four years after I started and, and was it too, like, I feel yeah. like I started just and it, when I was 38 was when I started like needing to warm up when I was 34 and I started, I didn't need to warm up. So when you started like that, that's getting up there, 38, like you're starting to need to like warm up oh, and yeah. almost be sweating before you work out. Right. Oh, this yeah, is him. I, mean, I started at a gym. This it's yeah. Jason grub. Yeah. It's me. Uh, oh fuck. How, he would hammer me into the ground like a tent stake. <laughs> my phone says his name's Timothy. <laughs> i know i know what I know. the it's, fuck i show some respect a, sevy i take everything back i said you have a huge dick i apologize <laughs> that's what i meant to say he's got a great lockout it. on that two-time champ wow <laughs> well um thank you for calling i got to get you on the show um we're gonna have um for, yeah. for a full-length podcast and, and get your background but maybe during the i have your phone number now <laughs> And uh, yeah, and maybe I can text you and bug you throughout the week, and we can grab you and get and get some of your um, insight into what's going on. That'd be great, brother. I'd appreciate it, dude. Good you fun. made the show. Thank you. I, we were stuck with Hobart, like some old athlete, throwback athlete. <laughs> now know, we got a real one. Thank it's, you. It's rough, rough, rough. <laughs> yeah, we're a recession. Did so poorly last year. So poorly. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, guys. All right, thank you. Thanks, Jason. Yeah, talk to you later. Oh God, I'm a jackass.
You guys yeah, knew the whole when, time? When he called in and yes, yeah. and you started running your mouth. I'm like, this guy's a stud, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking if he was like, on camera, there's no chance he would be saying this. I actually, I actually if, he was in he my, was, if he was in my room, I wouldn't be saying that. I'd be like hiding. <laughs> I actually think he was the guy who passed me and said, don't worry, I'm not in your age group. Uh, oh, no shit. I think it was believable. Yeah. Believable. Alpha move. Well, we tested him. He's got a great sense of humor. I just, his voice is so proper. I was just started like having delusions. Did someone, uh, Sevon is slipping. <laughs> I, I, let me tell you, you don't even know. My day has been crazy. What a dick, Sevon. I know. I, I know. Thanks, Martin Luther. Every time I see this guy, I think it's Martin Luther King. MLK. Because that's what, M- MLK, that's what the streets called in where I grew up. MLK. Hmm. Oh, <sighs> shit. Put my foot in my mouth. Good times. I know. Yeah, I just didn't. I just didn't. I didn't connect the dots. I'm too busy making up uh, metaphors in my head to know who anyone. It was just funny because you literally described my mom. (laughs) I thought it was your mom. Shit we never used. (laughs) Vacuum lines in the carpet. Nothing on the counter ever. Ironing board. A room with an ironing board. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like the fact that Savan talks to someone on the phone whose first word out of his mouth isn't. Anything to do with genitalia and Swan's like, this guy must be a square. <laughs> oh, I hope my mom didn't hear any of that. Hmm. It didn't. That wasn't good. I have to take the trash out today. My wife just texted me. <laughs> hey, so I'm on this thread with like 15 guys, all guys that who who come in and out of this show. Uh and it's it's called our semifinals thread, and it's like where everyone's just dumping just intel, like you know, just where we all feed each other information. You're not on it, Hobart. Sorry, and keep me off of it, please. I you must be kept off of it. Um, and uh, it used to be, I forget what the picture used to be, but I noticed today someone switched it to fucking Phil Tune, and he looks so sexy and good in it. And it's crazy, but I kind of want someone to put an R.I.P. in the corner. Oh my god. Like a red, rest camp across it. I just feel so bad for him. And people are like, don't feel bad for him. Why? I can feel bad for a guy even when they did something bad. I can feel yeah. bad for a drunk driver who totaled his Lambo. <laughs> Sucks. It does suck. You want to say anything about cheaters, Hobart? No. All right. Yeah, I don't blame you. I think it's good not to say anything. All right, uh, Brian. Anything else? Um, so, so let's watch that guy too, Mister Grub. He, he, we, we definitely t- we, he yes. two t- two time champ. Be, yeah, Everyone loves a winner. That's right, going to be a twice. really competitive division. <laughs> really competitive division. Yeah, the forty five forty nine is going to be awesome. Hey, what place does Spencer get? Austin Spencer. Thirtieth uh, hmm. around there, probably. Third, wow, that's good. Thirty. Yeah, totally humble. Man, he was humble. He just came in, and I, I just thought it was some random dude calling, and I just thought I'll, I'll try some of my new material on him. <laughs> Fuck that all up. Jeez, man. What a jackass. Awesome. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna have to ride the assault bike tonight for that. Are we done, so? I think so. What did you? Do? <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, I'm, I'm on East good. Coast time this week. Just wanted to oh. say goodnight to Heidi before we go. Oh, all right. All right. Dang. All right, guys. Tomorrow morning, 7 a.m., Rebecca Fuslier. I uh, got a ton of questions to ask her. She's going to be fun. She is really fucking cool. She got a ton of energy. Um, I bet you I'll accidentally interrupt her a thousand times. She likes to talk. I like to talk. It's going to be a good time. Uh, Brian, will you be here for that show? 
No, I'm coaching in the morning. You suck. Okay. Uh, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Hobart, thanks for coming on. You the man. I hope I, I, hope, I, I hope I behaved. Oh, it was great. Nice.